0: We travel initially to lose ourselves, and we travel next to find ourselves. Journalist Pico Iyer. When I was 10 years old, my parents sold our house, gave away our belongings, and packed the rest of our lives into a storage unit. They strapped me and my brother into a VW camper van and started driving south. We're Canadian, and driving south is really all we could do unless we wanted to freeze to death. I had a small box of clothes and toiletries, and a small box of school materials. My bed, our kitchen, our dining room, and our living room were now all contained on top of four wheels. My mom became my teacher in all subjects except music, where the history of music and music appreciation was left to my dad and his eclectic iPod. It was full of all the greats, and even the odd times, something would play that didn't make my mom roll her eyes. We began our journey in Collingwood, Ontario, Canada, with the intention of driving around the world. Three and a half years later, I was still living out of a small box of clothes, having traversed over 50 different countries. How did I benefit from this unusual lifestyle? Well, there are many scientifically proven benefits of travel. Many of these benefits specifically contribute to the health and happiness of student-age travelers that last a lifetime, from enhanced academic performance and increased leadership skills to an increased sense of self and a greater tolerance of uncertainty student-age travelers reap the benefits of traversing the globe but while this is all true what i found is that you can't quite understand the true benefits of traveling young until it's been put into context or you've experienced it in your life actually visiting places of historical interest and traversing continents increases interest and a better understanding of locations and events school becomes active learning when you can picture yourself on location In my case, I traveled through Europe doing special projects on classical music and the World Wars tailoring explorations to our studies. We attended a classical music concert in Austria at the Vienna Opera House and walked through a World War II bunker that now houses a Hitler Museum. I was able to hear the music played in the original setting when it debuted and feel the claustrophobic nature of an air raid bunker. So now when I read about the Blitzkrieg or hear the Blue Danube by Strauss, I'm able to connect the stories and music to the locations and the things I learned into the place and time of these events. Those examples are obvious, but with subjects such as math and science, it's more subtle, but there's still an everyday application of these subjects. On the road, calculating time and distance was a daily occurrence, and making quick exchange rate calculations had to be second nature, or we risked botching a market negotiation or changing currency at an unfavorable rate. But for me, personally, I found the downtime to be equally beneficial, as it allowed me to devour a couple great books. There's no better way to lose yourself in a book than relating the story to the places you've been. I can't say for sure if traveling really did increase my academic performance. Perhaps it did. But I can say that I do find a number of topics pique my interest simply because I have had first-hand experience. When you travel, it has been shown that you become more self-aware. You discover things about yourself, your values, and priorities that help define your goals, create good habits, and improve your individuality. From a book written in 1988 titled Abroad and Beyond, Patterns in American Overseas Education by Crawford D. Goodwin and Michael Nocht, found that students become more mature, sophisticated, hungry for knowledge, culturally aware, and sensitive. They learned by questioning their prejudices and all national stereotypes. When we traveled through Vietnam, we visited the War Remnants Museum in the Ho Chi Minh City, where the Vietnam War is portrayed as an act of aggression by the French and Americans with accusations of war crimes. It is an alternate view of the war one hears about, in North America especially. We became more culturally aware and sensitive when presented with graphic images of a country's tragic past. This was the case in other countries as well, such as Cambodia and Poland, where museums and locations hit home the tragedies suffered by humans in recent history. Not all learning was exciting, fun, and joyful. Many times I left certain places in tears. But exploring such events has helped me become a more mature and sensitive person. I believe that leaders of tomorrow need a high level of empathy for everyone on this planet, and through travel and exposure to tragic and unfathomable human histories, this empathy and understanding can be cultivated. I like to think that my generation will know better and therefore do better. And this will have a little bit to do with the traveling youngsters. Traveling enhances your tolerance for uncertainty. It also boosts your confidence. When traveling by van overland, this is definitely true. Although technology today makes traveling so much easier than in the past, it is still not smooth sailing. Often we were in places without cell signal and the state of roads made calculating our time to the next destination almost impossible. I've slept in the van while parked in a Guatemalan petrol station, camped at questionable places in El Salvador, Botswana, and Nicaragua, and been stranded on highways with our home broken down on the side of the road. Even little things like getting laundry done sometimes prove difficult. I have learned that I can pull off the wearing of dirty clothes and that re-wearing clothes that are just a little bit dirty isn't the end of the world. Some days, I didn't know where I was going to be sleeping that night. But a little resourcefulness, some confidence, and often with the help of strangers, we managed, and it wasn't all that scary. I am confident with public transport as well, having backpacked through Asia and used various metro systems in Europe. Boarding a sleeper bus from Varanasi to Delhi in India takes a lot of courage for a small-town Canadian girl. And I know I can do it. I know because I've done it. While we were driving up the west coast of southern Africa, our van broke down in an odd way. Every time the van slowed down, it would stall and not be able to start up again. We would have to wait for an hour every time this happened in order to continue on. It broke down as if it were the bus in the movie Speed, so we had to drive along roads of Namibia going no slower than 60 kilometers an hour. My dad took a roundabout on two wheels, and traffic lights were our nemesis. Unfortunately, There were police checks and lights on our way to our destination and the part we needed to fix this issue. Too bad we didn't have Keanu Reeves to save the day. One of my favorite aspects of long term travel is how over time living your life becomes separated from where you are and where you're from. Everywhere can be home and anywhere can be comfortable. It also opens up opportunities to explore with extended family and overseas friends. We met up with family friends in places all over the world, from Guatemala to Dubai to Singapore. Other times, friends came to meet up with us, to explore the Vegas Strip or tour Western Europe with us. It has scientifically been shown that travel outside your comfort zone helps increase original and creative thought in Wonderlusters. There has been a lot of research into this. One such researcher, Shelley Carson of Harvard University, states that travel exposes you to new people and often to new cultures, religions, languages, and customs, as well as to new places, and that this exposure broadens a traveler's perspective, which is correlated to an increased state of positivity, the ideal brain state for creative thinking to occur. I also like to think that travel creates inspiration, there are amazing sites all over the world, from Arches National Park in the USA to Angkor Wat in Cambodia, to the Serengeti in Tanzania. Amazing art from the LA County Museum of Art, to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, to the Louvre in Paris. I was bombarded with incredible sights, sounds, and food constantly. Does this inspire me? Yes, definitely. But traveling did more than just inspire me. It gave me a sense of self and a deeper understanding of who I am. From my perspective, all the things that science has said is true. But for me, putting a bullet list together of all the benefits I gained from traveling at a young age is more complicated than what science has to offer. What I've taken away from all those years on the road is, simply put, traveling has made me a better person, more understanding, more empathetic, and most of all, it brought me closer to my family. And if my dad's extensive music playlist has taught me anything, or should I say, if Harry Chapman's Cats in the Cradle has taught me anything, getting quality family time can prove to be invaluable. Traveling around with my family from ages 10 to 13 did give me a passion for learning and I hope I am more self-aware and culturally sensitive. I like to think that I am tolerant with uncertainty and have the courage to explore new situations. And maybe I am creative in certain ways. I do know that barbecue crickets with avocado is delicious. The Highwaymen are known as a country supergroup, whatever that is. That you shouldn't walk the banks of the Ganges River first thing in the morning if you are uncomfortable with full frontal male nudity. Always check your visa's expiry date and never leave food unattended around baboons. Also, your passport is your most valuable possession.